what should you be doing eight to 11? Selling. And then what should you be doing one to nine? Selling. And so before eight, you could do what? Sales training. Sales training, MBS, recruiting. recruiting. 11 to one, you could do what? Sales training. MBS, MBS NAP, whatever. Recruiting. And then after nine, sales training, recruiting, MBS, whatever. And you could recruit eight to 11, one to nine, because we're just calling. Put the call on speaker and go shoot a DM. Go shoot a text. You're looking for an opportunity. Are you looking for a career? Da 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 da. How Simon made me a millionaire by 22 years old. My name's Tristan Labick. So I wanted to throw this out because I kept notes from day one of 2017, August, September, when I got hired and brought on board. I was 18 years old. I turned 19 the month that I got released or the month that I was hired, technically. And um, this is legitimately how Simon made me a millionaire. I can share with you the 1099s. You can hit me up and we can check it out. But uh, in the process of recording this, we're going on probably making roughly five or six million since I've been with American Income Life in total gross income. You guys can subtract out the taxes and the expenses and things like that. And it it's definitely seems like a lot less than, than five or six million. But, but the, the money is there, you know what I mean? The success in there, and I owe it all to American Income Life. I owe it all to Simon Arias and Brody Evanson as well. Um, really just that hands-on technical support and Simon's mentorship, my mom, just my foundation, my support and my faith in, uh, in Christ and Jesus. So shout out to those individuals and all the people that have come along the way. There's been some really special people that have helped me do some really special things. And that would be too long to go through all of them, but shout out to every single one of you individuals. Step step one, chapter one, is the foundation, and I'm gonna try to keep this under an hour. Chapter one, the foundation. So I would say, when it comes to this process, this AK process, I heard an individual share, and Simon shared it with me, and it was, uh, it was a clip from Patrick Bet David in regard to the difference between highly successful individuals and then pretty much everybody else, and it's when highly successful individuals, their lows, their low days, their low weeks, their low months, do you remember what he said? They're usually a uh, eight or nine. They're usually an eight or a nine. And so I, I would love to say I'm on the trajectory of being highly successful. I guess statistics would show technically yes, because if you look up how many 23, 24-year-olds make you know a million dollars in a year, it's less than 1%. And so with that, I, my low days when people have died, when I've had chargebacks in the industry or things aren't going my way, relationships aren't going my way, the business isn't necessarily going my way, I would, I would say my lowest times and days were still 80% of my attitude, effort, and, and attention to detail. And so when you do that over compounded time, and the reason I'm opening up with this is because I don't want people to ever think I'm, like I'm a robot, that I'm 100% perfect at everything. There's been a, so much failure, more failure than success than I could ever even imagine or account for. But my low days and my low lows are 8, 80, 80%. And that's where over time you start to double, triple, quadruple and do things in the 1% category. And so the first thing is waking up at 4.30. This is like an 80%, like in between 4.30 and 6, I think is a good realm of getting up. I think if getting up early gives you an advantage on the day because you can have time to, for yourself, for your mind to kind of wake up, process, develop your mind and get ready, filling that cup up like, like a phone, charging your battery. You've got to charge your battery. If I don't charge my phone, what's going to happen to my phone? It's going to die. It's going to die. I want 100% battery when I wake up because mm -hmm. I can go hard immediately. You know what I mean? So it's like people wake up, you got 20% battery in your brain, in your body, in your spirit. It's like, what are you going to do? Dog, you got 20%. I'm up 100% plugged in, charging my mind. So I wake up, I rock out two worship songs. Usually, send, so this says send myself. I usually send Simon. You'd have to ask Simon. I don't think there's many days he could probably count on one hand that I've missed Proverbs over the last five or six years and people, you know, they kind of look at it differently. I'm not spiritual. I'm not religious. You, look, it don't matter if you're spiritual or religious. You want to be rich? This is the book of wisdom. Look at it that way. Regardless of your beliefs, it's the book of wisdom. So crack it into Proverbs every morning since I was 18 years old. Give gratitude. So I like to do a little bit of affirmations. I'm not spending all day doing that. I like to get that done in a couple minutes. Affirmations. Write them down. I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to be healthy. I'm grateful for a beautiful family. I'm writing down the things that I'm grateful for. Inspirational YouTube videos. Five or ten minutes, usually on the way to the gym or while I'm reading. Right now, I've, I've been doing over the last year, I've been reading through the dictionary and thesaurus. 
uh, to increase my vocabulary skills. So I'm about halfway through. I imagine within this year, if not going into early next year, I'll be done. These are things, small details that I don't know if everybody would do, but I know I'm willing to do it because I don't care that it sucks when I wake up every morning and I have to read the dictionary. It sucks. I hate it. But I want to be rich. I want to be richer. I want to be more impactful. I want to be more powerful in regard to helping people and helping lives, and I know I can do it if I become better. Five daily goals, future goals, things like that. I don't make them too, I don't like to be too destination oriented because I feel like I'm going to go till death. Five to six is roughly when I'm reading. Six to seven, I'm in the gym or I'm doing jujitsu. Seven to eight, I'm reading, getting ready, throwing my suit on. My goal this year over the last years has been to dress better and look better. Kind of like that Deion Sanders. Look good, feel good, what? Play good. Play good, and if you play good. Uh, you probably make more money. They pay good. <laughs> yeah. If you play good, they, play, they pay good. And so that's something Simon's been help, helping me with. My assistant's been helping me with because I'm not the best with color color coordinating everything. I'm not colorblind, but I am dress blind. So sometimes my outfits don't look the best, but I feel like if I can look better and more professional, it'll be better down the road. But again, it's like I would love to be in like an outfit I'm in right now with sweats and the J's on. But at the end of the day, it's like I'm gonna be suited probably I imagine the next 10 years, 15 years, five days a week now, I'm just suited. Let's go Monday to Friday, I'm gonna be suited. Probably Saturdays too, I'm half Saturday, I'm gonna be suited up. Most cats, they start making a million dollars and things like that, and they want to be suited less. I'm about to suit more, suit up, and be more, even more suited. Um, it's not what I want to do, but I don't care what I want to do. What I want to do didn't get me to where I'm at. It was the things I didn't want to do that I did, and that's what's going to make you successful. Side notes, make sure you're getting a healthy amount of sleep. What's the most important alarm? The most imp- the go-to-bed alarm. The go-to-bed alarm. Yeah. Most cats aren't obedient to the go-to-bed alarm, especially individuals like you and I, young cats. What are they out there doing? Partying partying they're out there chasing they're out there and maybe you aren't partying maybe you aren't chasing you know the the opposite individual or your love life whatever you're doing at, at in the middle of the night playing xbox playing xbox maybe you're playing xbox dog put the xbox down you want an xbox or you want a mansion you know what I mean? like what do you want to do you don't think i want to play call of duty i miss the hell out of modern warfare 2 bro i know they made a new version too i would love to be r- ripping call of duty but I know I have an addictive personality, and I, if I put an Xbox in my office, it would be done oh, yeah. It would be done There needs to be a, way more millions, way more millions coming through the business in the bank that we need to impact other lives before I, I hook up another Xbox. Nap. Nap. Beginning of the week, not many naps. Towards the end of the week, I'm going to throw a nap in. This is key advice from Simon of like, bro, if you wake up early, it's going to suck. You're going to need some naps sometimes. Sometimes... Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to get to bed at 11. You're going to get to bed at 12. And if you're getting up at 5, how many hours of sleep is that? Five hours, four hours, three. Sometimes you're going to get no hours. It is what it is. You're going to have to throw some naps in there. People just, like, waking up early isn't that horrible. Because now if you've got everything done that you needed to get done, that you typically get done through 11 and 1, now you've got more time where you could get a 20 or 30-minute nap and you feel just as charged as somebody that slept in an extra two or three hours. And when you do the math, if I go to bed at... 10, like I fall asleep by 10, and I wake up at 5. So how many hours of sleep is that? 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 7. 5. 7 hours of sleep. That's solid. That's solid. So now I've got 7 hours of sleep. If for some reason I'm tired, I've got everything done, 11 to 1, I don't need to do anything. I get another 20 or 30 minutes of sleep. Now I've got 7 and a half hours of sleep. But the person that goes to bed at 12 and wakes up at 7 or 8, how many hours of sleep did they get? It's like 9. Like 8 hours. Eight 7 hours, or 8. They got hours, the same yeah. amount of sleep. But I'm two or three times ahead of them just off strategic sleeping. Yeah. Go to bed alarm. This is one of the most important features of being successful is discipline. I put it in my group today and I, I said, listen, people, and you can finish, the, let's see if you finish the rest. People dread discipline now, but they thank it led, later. And then lack of discipline. Lack of discipline? You thank so- I don't know what you think. So lack of discipline, I would think right now, because if I'm not being disciplined right now, I'm, I'm being what? If you're not being disciplined right now, you're, I don't know, you're, you're comfortable. Broke, comfortable, broke. Comfortable, broke, complacent. And it's, it's fun to be complacent right now. But later when I got to pay the price for the complacency oh, yeah. that I bought right now, it's not going to be very fun. So I said, people dread discipline now, but you thank it later. It sucks going to the gym, jujitsu in the morning, every morning, every day. 
but I love being able to eat some cookies on the weekends and still have a six pack. I thank it later. Ha, I can eat cookies. I got a six pack. You don't. Then I think to myself, well, if I just always ate cookies and I always skip the gym, it's comfortable now. It's lack of discipline now. But I'm not thinking it later two, three years from now when I'm on an ob obesity medication, an obesity machine. I already got a thick neck, though. We might have to do a sleep study because I think I have a bad snoring problem. I might need That's one of those. That's what that does? That mask. My mom Makes got one. Makes your neck thicker? I got, a thick, I got a thick neck just in general. Oh. Probably I can imagine a little bit from the tea. But I can. I think just I've always had a thick neck. You ever seen like a mule deer in uh, in rut? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I kind of like. Yeah. You see it? Like, it's like skinny everywhere else, look, but it's like his neck is just huge as. If that. I just flex my neck, look at that. You see? Put, put a mule deer on camera, bro. Edit that in in rut. And I got a big hand. Like I can't even. Ah, I can't even get it all around yeah. there. Just, you want to feel this? I don't want to feel that. <laughs> all right. I got a big neck. Yeah. Sunday, allow for rest or sleep in. Simon, this is another key thing. Seven or eight, I, I think I woke up at eight today, dog. Sundays, I, I love been looking forward to Sundays. But I don't miss church. I, don't, I can't remember. Church is one thing I, I try not to miss. Not religious. And my, my assistant let me know that. She said, since I don't go to a physical church, I'm not a Christian. So, <laughs> but I pop church on right here. So, God, hopefully you're listening to this. Love you, adore you, need your presence. And we worship you every day in the office. So reason being is I don't always like some of the churches that I you know go to, but I, I like uh, Stephen Furtick and Elevation. <clears throat> every 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 Sunday I get a fire message. I love getting you guys together. We eat eggs, bacon, and pancakes, and have a good good Sunday. Uh, the core culture and values. Number one is grow spiritually, in regard to whatever you believe in. Even if you have no beliefs, meditate is what I tell people. Close your eyes and breathe. Everything's going to be all right. Grow your soul and, and become emotionally stable. Number two is great attitude. These are people, I, like, think of the people on your team in your business. You've been here for a year and a half now that have horrible attitudes. Mm -hmm. Have they made it? No. They probably, they usually don't make it. And the individuals that have the worst attitudes, what do they give you? The biggest problems. headache, the biggest problems. Yeah. The people that don't have great attitudes, guys, don't so, try, not, try not to surround yourself with those people and try to smell it out early. Some attitudes can be cured. That's a disease is to have a negative attitude. Some people, I had a negative attitude, you yeah, know what I mean, before I had mentorship. Sure. But people that aren't willing to change and adapt and grow and evolve their minds are people I like to stay back. I can't have that. It's like, a, it's like if somebody was legitimately sick, what do you not want them to do? Get close to you. Get too close. Yeah. Now, if, if you got the sick, sickness of richness, you can definitely get close. You got, a, you got the sickness of great relationships, you can, if you got the sickness of something that I want, then yes, you can infect me. But if you've got the sickness of stuff I don't want, you cannot infect me. I'm trying to keep my distance, right? Because I want to be proactive instead of reactive. Great effort, same deal. Number three, great effort. Number four, don't be your worst critic. Do be your biggest supporter. So this is something Patrick but David shared today. This is number one rule for 20, 20 uh, rules in regard to getting rich or being successful. Is don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. Too many times I see people beat themselves out of the game. You gotta, you gotta put your head down and rush and run through failure because failure is the pathway to success. You just fail, 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 learn, 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 implement, implement, execute, and you gotta be all right with failing. Be okay with failing. And then five is give. There's, there's no better gift in this world than to give. And, and people think immediately I'm talking about giving money. Give of yourself, give, t give time, give resources. Give food. I like to keep water in, in the truck. And just sometimes when I see the, the homeless, I like to give some water out and different things like that. There's no better thing than to give to individuals and be genuine about doing so. The core values from Simon, loyalty. Loyalty is self-explanatory. And the people that manipulate and twist loyalty, I don't even have time to go over it. I could spend an hour talking about loyalty. Two, growth. You have to be always growing. Three is humility. These are individuals as well. It's like you're, you're going to find your way into a high level of life if you're humble. If you're not humble, just understand you're not going to be able to be successful sustainably. You know what I mean? Ego is going to find a way to cripple and, and put you in a position even lower than when you first started. Four is respect. You have to respect the people that you don't like, the people that you do like. Everyone deserves respect. Integrity. What you do behind closed doors is more important than what you do in front 
in front of everybody, in front of the public. Everybody got a great mask. Everybody got a great smile, great jokes, and great things to say out in front of everybody. But what are you saying behind closed doors? Six is self-control. It kind of coincides with the integrity. The self-control is massive. It's huge, bro. Absolutely huge. Arius mission statement. Changing the lives of people within this agency mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. In doing so, we will create the opportunity for more people to help more people. Leaders will duplicate themselves and our impact will multiply. Your outcome is a reflection of your input plus consistency. So what you put in is what when we're hiring people, what do you tell them? What you put in is what you're going to get out. Yep. On top of your consistency. Because you can come here and work hard for a day. But guess what, dog? Don't expect to get just a million dollars that day. It's going to take consistency. Simon shared with us this morning from Jim Trussell, his mentor. He said, the hallmark of excellency and the test of greatness is what? Consistency. It's consistency. So before jumping into culture, I want to open up with the recruiting process and seeking common ground that will lead to cohesive momentum, which leads to winning. So big three culture highlights you want to focus on when you're recruiting a building, a team. But before we jump into that, that first chapter of uh, the foundation, would you say that's helped you or not helped you in regard to being one of our top leaders in our organization? Helped. Helped. For sure. When you're on your mind, body, and spirit hardcore, how much easier is it to deal with the chaos of life? Uh, as far as just like in life and in business, it's easier to handle things. Way easier. And for sure, waking up, you know, when I miss and I wake up at 7, I feel lethargic and groggy as shit for the yeah. whole morning. Yes. And I'm way less productive. But when I wake up in the morning, I'm usually I'm good to go. And the best people yeah. in your business and that you've seen in business, what do they do? They wake up. They're getting up. Yeah. They're developing themselves. Nate Brandon. Putting on their, their armor for the day of like, let me be a better business person, a better person in general. So here's the big three culture highlights you want to focus on when recruiting or building a team. And I feel like this is industry-wide. Is you want to get people in our business paid fast. In, in other businesses, get them results fast. I go to a really good jiu-jitsu gym. So I got two really good instructors. Shout out to um, Omar Acacia. I think I messed, I don't know if I messed out your last name. And then you've also got uh, Alex Siever. And these are individuals, if you really dive in and put time and commitment to these guys, you're gonna get results fast. My jiu-jitsu game over the last year is 10X with these guys. And so getting people results fast, get people paid fast. and you doing your job as the leader is just providing an environment where they can grow. Mm -hmm. So providing an environment, half the job is just be here, just show up and be here, be accessible. And pretty much the rest is up to them of like, can I get on the phones or get reps in? If I wanted to get really good at jujitsu, is can I show up to the mats and get reps in? Whatever it is you're pursuing, show up and get reps in, right? Secondly, recognize and love people. Very easy to do. Justin, you did really good today. Great work. We love and appreciate you. Let's go get a dinner. Let's go get something. Let's go watch a movie. Here's a gift. You know what I mean? Or I just appreciate you. You are a great, valuable asset to the business. Recognize and love people. Three, create opportunity for time off, making memories, and more so in regard to what do they want. So I posted this morning from a quote that I said last year from John Maxwell, and I said, people don't commit to you when you understand. They commit to you when they feel what? So people don't commit to you when, when you understand? Yeah. And people commit to you when they understand probably, right? Yeah. People, so I, I might mess it up a little bit, but I think it's more so when you don't, people don't commit to you when you make them understand. They commit to you when they feel understood. Oh, understood. Yes. Because people want to be heard, Yeah. right? They don't want to be spoken to. They want to be heard. Mm -hmm. Like I always say, people listen the best when they're speaking. Yeah. When they're speaking. Because the person speaking, like, there's so much pride associated with, with yourself that when you're talking, it's like you feel the most heard when someone's genuinely listening to you. Help people get what they want. Ask them what do they want and build a process around what they want. So somebody that identifies what it is they want but isn't willing to do the process or pay the price is just a delusional person. That's somebody I'm not going to have much patience or time to work with because you can't tell me you want something and then not pay the price. You go to buy a Lamborghini and you're not willing to pay the price, what do they tell you? Uh, get you lost. Buy a Lamborghini, they're gonna tell you to fuck off. Yeah, they're gonna <laughs> tell you to f off, right? So field training, you can check out the website if you're in, involved in uh, areas. We have two or three 
websites. You've got the TristanTheLabrick.com. You can talk to your MGA for the code. You've got the KeyForSuccess.com. You can talk again to one of your MGAs in regard to the code. And you've got the Epic Fundamentals Training. Uh, you can talk to one of your MGAs for, for your codes as well. I don't um, think enough people do these. I send this to my team twice a week, easily, three times a the week. The websites? Yeah. I, I don't know I, why. I never see anybody get on them. I don't when know I why. When I started, I was on the TristanLabrick.com. All the time. All the time, yeah. And they're solid. Yeah, super solid. Super easy. Key for success is so fire. So too. fire. It's got all the goats. It's way yeah. more in-depth detail-wise, yeah. and I feel like mine's more of a paraphrased, yeah. summarized, like, yo, this is quick sales, quick yeah. money. Yep. Utilize those resources for leadership to get back to the basics. Justin said, like, look, only like five or ten percent of people are actually utilizing those websites. So that's an immediate way for you to pass people up in the areas company. And then if you're watching this outside of the areas company, find your top salesperson and make a website, right? And put together uh, a code accessible website where they can go on there and watch and have an automated system. Like, create an automated system for your company where people can go watch film. Jujitsu has BJJ fanatics. You got to buy it. You gotta have a code, you gotta have a login, so there's a price to be paid. And usually within your own company, like there's no price to be paid except your time when it comes to our website. Like you gotta sit there and watch it, but you're not paying a membership or anything. You, it's your time. And what's cool is your return on investment is you're gonna make way more sales. You're gonna make way more money. You're gonna be able to teach sales better. Time management. So if your team is not doing 20 to 30,000 a week, what should you be doing eight to 11? Selling. And then what should you be doing one to nine? Selling. And so before eight, you could do what? Sales training. Sales training, MBS, recruiting. recruiting. 11 to 1, you could do what? Sales training. MBS, MBS NAP, whatever. Recruiting. And then after 9, sales training, recruiting, MBS, whatever. And you could recruit 8 to 11, 1 to 9 because we're just calling. Put the call on speaker and go shoot a DM. Mm-hmm. Go shoot a text. You looking for an opportunity. Are you looking for a career? Da 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 da. Side note, self and team development can be done. See, we already went all over that. Once you or your team is doing 50000 a week, you can begin adjusting the schedule to allow more freedom, yeah. right? All of this should be done in correspondence to the schedule in Chapter 1. And then with this as well, in our business, you're typically making anywhere from bare minimum 10 to 20% off of what your team's doing weekly. So if you're doing 50000 a week through your MGA team, you're making roughly five grand a week, mm, minimum. Minimum. Anywhere from minimum. five to 10 grand a week. If your team's doing 20 and it's the fourth week of the month, you're gonna make that. And this is where people should start bonus. to get an assistant as well. It's right around that 50,000 piece, yeah. is you should grab an assistant and then they should be in charge of organizing mods, bulletins, putting together the schedule, just the yeah. analyzing the things that, that have the lowest return on investment and then give her or him that money in correspondence with the ROI for that. You know what yeah. I mean? So if it's like $10 an hour for that piece, $12 an hour for that piece, and then multiply it all out, and it's like you might have to start off a little cheaper. Mm-hmm. Like my first assistant, I think, Sarah, I think she was getting 200 250 bucks a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, but like what happens is when we're t- 10 years from now, my assistant will be getting $200,000 a year, $300,000 a year, yeah. just, just through the salary, not including Simon Art, like works in partnership deals where they can do different investment things with us. Like if you're, the, if you're a head assistant, an executive assistant, and you stay locked in, the scalability is equal to that of the sales company because mm-hmm. my interest is vested in, in the assistant, and that's a key piece that people can look forward to as well because that makes life a, a really a lot easier. You can put all, like all my time goes into it's either I'm recruiting someone or I'm building relationships or becoming a better person or I'm running a meeting. Appointment setting is number one. So this is pure straight from Simon. I remember getting this call with him and doing this about a year in. In about three or four or five months of hardcore implementing this, I started to get some traction. Another five, six months goes by, I start getting way more traction. Another six months, 12 months go by, I'm almost uh, three years in at that point. I'm the number one essay in areas agencies, number two out of American Income Life, just off implementing this hardcore for a year. So the first thing you do with a brand new person is you do a lead walkthrough and you explain the leads so the new recruits understand every lead type. The second thing is you stress referrals and make sure recruits have the phone scripts. 20% 20% of production should come from calls. This is a long-term vision of 80% of production comes from referrals. Right now, 30% of our production roughly comes from referrals, but our vision is to go to 80%, so our scalability just multiplies um, at, at a level that really can't even be measured. It's like 1,000% uh, growth on a month-over-month basis because we're just so heavy referral-based. First day, heavy role-play phones. Have new recruits sit and watch you as the leader. Second day, they can start doing some setting. They can start doing some calling. Third day, they can do most setting, and it must be mastered by the third day. So day one and two, Simon pretty much has it as master the phones. Day three and four, master the presentation and e-app. 
Day five and six, master the closes. Day seven, touch up minor details and they should be doing full presentations by their seventh day in the business. And it goes over the percentage too. Day one, 25% and then all the way up to day four, 100% of the presentation. Little details like this, if people just sit there, let me just cross that off. Day one, here we are, day one, here we are, da 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 Then you got your phone appointment setting. Um, the tips with the appointment setting and the ref uh, pretty much description general is tonality and assumptive language. Don't be open-ended, don't be soft, and don't be ingenuine. So the most important part of a presentation, I believe, is the introduction. And I'll share the introduction that, that I have is when you're going through your presentation, any type of presentation for sales in general, I like to let them know we've got the product in hand. So do me a huge favor. We're going to set up a presentation. If you could do me a huge favor, grab your family, whoever's going to be sitting down. This should only take a few minutes. And I tell them, first things first, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to run through this as quickly as possible. Reason being is I have many other people that I've got to get out to that I've got to meet with today. And so I hope you guys can value my time as I value yours as well. Right? So with that being said, I'm going to go straight to the point and be extremely transparent. Is that okay with everybody? And they usually nine times out of 10, they say yes. Psychologically, reason being is people in their mind don't want to waste their time. Even mm -hmm. if they're playing Xbox all day, this is a waste of their time. You're a brand new person, you're a stranger. They, you don't care about their dog and they don't care about your dog. People are like, rapport, rapport, rapport. Rapport is you being honest. Letting them know, obviously, you are in the business of sales. You are a life insurance sales representative. This should only take a few minutes. If it makes sense, it makes sense. If it doesn't make sense, it don't make sense. How much more would you appreciate something like that? Opposed to somebody like BSing and being like, who's your mother? <laughs> I just want to know. Who are you? Yeah. You don't, like, I don't, what do you mean who's my mother? Who's your mother? You know what I mean? I like, would, I wouldn't care about their mother though. Yeah, exactly. I even ask them that. Like, I do not care. Yeah. You're not going to call me in a week. You want to mm -hmm. sell me this. What is it you want to sell me? Yeah. Expose my problems, provide a solution. If it makes sense, it makes sense. If it don't make sense, keep it rocking. This is a great way to get referrals too. So I, I like to let them know in the introduction. Here's one thing uh, after I get into the presentation, I let them know in correspondence with, with our company. Um, were you at any of the meetings when they talked about this program? Well, that's why I'm here, okay. Excuse me. <coughs> let me catch you up to speed on what you've missed. My name is blank. My name's Tristan. I'm with American Income Life Local 277. We handle some of your benefits, Local 30. They sent you a letter about this. And then our job is to get your benefits set up. Reason being, they have us out here. It's 31 days to quit, fire, retire. You lose all your benefits through your group. Does that make sense? Are we on the same page? Mm -hmm. Right? So you lose these when you need them the most. And so here's a part that I've incorporated that'll change your life. That'll change your life. Because a lot of people you'll hear, we already have enough insurance. Right? We already yeah. have enough insurance. Majority of the time, yeah. Majority of the time, that's one of the biggest things we'll hear. Is we already have enough insurance. So I told them, and here's what we've incorporated. The best part is all of the recommendations made today take into consideration everything you have in and out of work already. So we won't need to adjust any of that. Are we on the same page, Justin? Mm -hmm. When we get through the, the presentation and everything like that and you have insurance outside of work, we already know that. Yeah. That's perfect. We're glad. Most people don't. So you're way ahead mm -hmm. of other people. Our job is just to go over your benefits recommended to you by your group that we work in conjunction with, and yeah. we'll, go, we'll go through with that. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we're gonna do three things today. I'd do this with anybody. If I was selling vacuums, this is what I would do. I'd say, we're gonna set up your complimentary benefits, and if I was selling back vacuums, and then we didn't have complimentary benefits, I would send them donuts. Your complimentary benefits are donuts today. Congratulations, <laughs> you know what I mean? Number two, we're gonna see if you qualify for your permanent benefits, this phenomenal, amazing vacuum. Yeah. It's so amazing and phenomenal. It's gonna vacuum this whole place very quickly and yeah. great. I feel like it's how Donald Trump would, would <laughs> this is very amazing and great, very amazing, thank you. Three, we're gonna complete finalize your, uh, your vacuum package as well. There's three. Yeah. You've got your base level vacuum, you've got your round level vacuum, and then you've got the ultimate master vacuum package. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter, it'll work for everything. We're gonna do three mm -hmm. things today. This is incorporating the transparency and, and immediately defeating and, and disassembling the, the psychological walls of what do they want from me. You just told them what, what you want in regard to their time. You told them what you want in regard to the system and process and the product as well. Insurance, time, only a few minutes, depends on the questions. Product and process, three things we're gonna do in correspondence yeah. with the life insurance. Very simple. People don't implement, people don't execute. Solidification is major in regard to your quality. You gotta solidify. So what I love is, so with the solidification, this never happens with me, but occasionally what'll happen 
is people will discontinue the program and we end up seeing these same people two to three, two to three years later. Mm -hmm. And they want to reapply, but either one of two things happen. They are much older and it's much more expensive, or two, their health has now changed and they are not able to qualify. So what I'm trying to say is, is that X amount comfortable for you? Because what I don't want is for years down the road, for you to come back and say, hey, look, you know, I'd like to get back into the plan or just this wasn't comfortable for me, whatever it might be, because one of those two things might happen. Reason being is this isn't a short-term fix but a long-term solution. So that's yeah. X, Y, Z, that's comfortable for you, correct? Yeah. Cool. We see the pre-releases. Yes. We used to, like the real ones. Yes. Ketchup program is fire. I think I go over this all the time. Uh, ref sauce. I'll read through, so refs and the gift card program and, and correspondence with the legality of, of whatever state or product it is that you're utilizing is having some type of incentive program. I like to always group call or Zoom, text the referral, some type of group communication with the person referring to me the referrals. Don't collect dead referrals. Dead referrals are referrals with no contact to the person referred to them. So if you bought something and you gave the seller referrals but you didn't let the referrals know, those are dead referrals, opposed to when you let them know, the odds of them actually purchasing tremendously uh, skyrocket. So work smart, not just hard. Hard workers aren't going to be rich in the years to come. It'll be the smart workers and the workers that can leverage hard and intelligent work. And it's not rocket science when it comes to a lot of business and scaling a business. It's pretty much just leverage of, can I just work smart? I think you should get in the office around the best referral person. And if you have a virtual culture, just be around the best referral person because I, I believe that individual has the perfect business model. They're somebody that'll never need resources. They could go out and start their own deal and they'll be good because they're the best at collecting and generating referrals. I think you should invest into your team based off individuals if you're in leadership that smash and crush referrals. The better they do with referrals, I think you should incentivize them even more. Even more. Every referral sale I would incentivize. Yo, you get 10 bucks, you get a lunch, you get a gift card. Every referral sale, because over years, this will compound, you'll have such a hardcore referral culture, you'll absolutely annihilate everybody. Uh, the catch-up program, I think you guys should get into, I'll read through it briefly, is how long have you been with the group? What shift do you work? When do you work? You probably know a few people then, right? So do you remember filling out the whatever resource? You can do this on anybody. Do you remember filling out the card whatever response card, whatever, do you remember doing that or we getting a hold of you? So we receive only 30% of the entire group's responses back because typically one of three reasons. They're lost in the mail, number one. Two, their handwriting is illegible. Three, finally, some are accidentally tossed out with the junk mail. So our unions have us doing a catch-up program to attempt to cross-check with our system for the missing 70% and attempt to complete the benefit package like we did yours. So our union gave us a homework assignment, and if you're anything like me, when I got, this is straight from Simon, when I got homework in school, I'd rush to the bus and speed through it so I could go home and do whatever I wanted to do. So I know you guys are extremely busy, and what I'm going to do is allow you to write down the names and numbers of the individuals you work with or know so we can cross-check our system for their packages. If they already have it set up, we'll take them off, and those who don't, we'll contact us up their benefit package for your assistance. We'll give you a thank you card, maybe some donuts or a DoorDash, whatever you want, maybe a gift card, right? So perfect. Now shoot them a text with us in a group text and give them two to three times to schedule with me and let them know I'll be calling. That way they don't think it's some scam and it helps me help you. Now if you can start giving the, the people, you can start telling the people that you're selling or not even selling that are giving you referrals to set a time with those people, you're now getting people to set you free appointments that close at a three to four time higher ratio, sometimes a six time higher percentile than your average resource. Bot resources, generated resources close typically on average 10 to 30%, referrals close 50 to 60%. So two to six times a higher odds of close ratio and you're getting other people to set them for you by telling them, give them two or three times and let me know which one works best. Now you've got appointment sales ambassadors, appointment generators, contingent beneficiaries. You can check out uh, tristanalabic.com for the scripts, contingent beneficiaries. That's bread and butter, that's easy money. Yeah, that's the easiest one. Contingent beneficiaries are the easiest right money. The Chapter three, leadership and indefinite growth. So this is a little more detailed. I, I think you should stick to the, again, the eight to 11. This is more when you're over 50,000 a week. So if you're not over 50,000 a week, just stick to eight to 11 cell, one to nine cell. If you're over 50,000 a week, I think you should dive into this. And 815, you should have a team meeting, a team huddle, eight to 815, 15 to 20 minutes 
everybody go around the room and do one good thing and one bad thing. I got this from a military buddy, and it's called an after-action report, I believe. And they go one good thing, one bad thing, and what they can do better. So one good thing, one bad thing, and review the weekly goal and commit of each individual person. That way you can hold the leaders and the people in the room accountable to their, to their good thing. You did that well, do more of it. You did the bad thing well, what sh or you did the bad thing, what should you do? Less of it. Do less of it. Cut the bad thing out, do more of the good thing. What's your weekly goal and commit? Perfect. You're on track. You're not on track. Here's what you need to do. You're on track. You're above track. You want the weekend off? Take the weekend off. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You want to go get dinner? Let's go. Whatever you want to do. 815 to 845, I think you should do sales training with your team and team huddle. 30 minutes. Then I think you should do 15 to 20 minutes. And honestly, over time, I think it should now be more of five to 10 minutes of sales training and 30 minutes of uh, sales role play. So it should be about a 20 to 30, 45 minute process in total of sales role play. And it should be in groups like twos or threes of let's role play the technique, just like jujitsu, twos or threes, and have a good coach in the center of each of those groups. One, one really good person, like a blue, a purple, or a brown belt, black belt preferably, somebody that can write 25, 30,000 in a month is a black belt yeah. uh, in sales in regard to our industry. Nine to 10, so you're back onto the phones. 1 p.m. every Monday by one, I think you should do a team lunch uh, in the office. I think it's you, I, I did Chipotle Mondays, but some people, you might wanna do pizza, you might wanna do fruit, you might wanna, I wouldn't try to do, I would, I would try to mix it up, you know what I mean? Because sometimes Chipotle makes people lethargic, so you might want to be a little strategic with it, maybe pizza fruit or something like that. Pizza is even worse, but feed feed the closers I from last week. I think energy drinks are fire. Energy drinks, yeah. feed, feed, reward the closers with something to look forward to 1, 1 p.m., and it's on you. And if they wrote 1,000 AOP and you're in leadership, you at least made $100. So you can't get them Chipotle, it's 10 bucks. Stop being a selfish leader, right? It's a write-off. You only get taxed on the money you keep. One to nine should be hardcore phones. Tuesday, 8 to 8.30, you should do your sales training. And then it should be 8.30 to 10, 11 phones, 1 to 9 phones. Wednesday, it should be 8, 8.15, you're back to the huddle. One good thing, one bad thing, 8.30 to 8, probably 8.30 to 9, do your sales role play after that on the phones, 9 to 10, 9 to 11, 1 to 9 on the phones. So you're going pretty much every other day. So that's the same deal. You can take Tuesday, plug it into Thursday in regard to how that's all set up. And then your Friday, you do the RGA huddle again, the MGA huddle, your team huddle, one good thing, one bad thing, your sales role play, you're on phones pretty much the rest of the day. But 9 to 10 on Friday, you should do film and film review. And you should put it on social media and tag each other. So I like to just do film review of the circles that they're in. But I think you should sit down and do film review presentation spot presentations. Do certain spots of it. You don't have to do the whole half hour. Pull out five, ten minutes. Let's work on the intro. Let's work on the list of concerns. Let's work on your freedom of choice, your two job. Let's work on your closes. Saturday, you should do a donut, a sales donut call. I believe at 730. It's always been like that. When I first started, I had to post a picture of donuts every morning by 730. 8 to 11. I think pretty much the whole morning, it should be hardcore phones. Hardcore Saturday, 8 to 4 or 5. You should be smashing the phones. People are off work. They're at home and they're gonna go out that night. So you wanna get as much time in as you can. Sunday, you can do church if you want, extra phones. I like to feed the team on Sunday as well. One o'clock, just reward everybody pretty much on Sunday that's willing to show up and do some work. One to nine, I'm recruiting and selling. Side notes, this is so important right here. People don't do this. Have your daily record as your tracker in your group me. What's your team daily record? Maybe you're a small team, two people, and it's 5,000. Every day, the rec like, that's your t countdown from 8 a.m. until you're done working. Hey, our record's 5,000. We're at 4,000 a day. We got, you know what I mean? We only got 1,000 to go. Let's go beat the record. Let's go beat the record. Every day, beat your daily record. If the team beats the record, top person gets a reward. As you get bigger and bigger and bigger, instead of just top person, start doing raffles so you incorporate more people. Start doing tickets. So every submitter today gets a ticket. Like once your team's over... 15, 20 people start doing tickets. Yo, everybody that submits today for our record, you get a ticket. Because over time, there's like once you got 20, 30 people, it's gonna be the same two to six people winning. You know what I mean? That top 10, 20% are always gonna win. So you wanna have raffles because you don't want your meat, like the middle and bottom, to get discouraged. This is, write this shit down, use this to make you money. 
Once you get too big, raffles, tickets, get everybody incorporated. This is really simple. People always overcomplicate it and spend hours making contests. It, like, you're small, top person. You're big, raffles, tickets. Get everybody to want to write business. Get everybody to want to sell. Get everybody to want to recruit and build a team of business. So this is so good. After 10,000 AOP daily gross, you figure you make about 10% if you've got a good load to net. This is specific to American Income Life. So you made about $1,000 for that day. So you take another 10% of your income. So this is 10% of your income. I'm talking about tithing back into your business. People will tithe to the church before they tithe to their business. You know what I mean? Like give to God and give to your business. You want to give, like give to your business. Tithe to your business. $100 off that $1,000 I think you should do something with. That you, you're doing $10,000 a day. I think it's $100 you should play around with a day in raffle money and dinner money, and it'll only get, you're only going to get more out of it. It's only going to come back and, and bless you, and you're going to be able to bless others and give back, give more away. Every other day, you can do top producer dinner with the same format. You could do dinner, cash. Some people switch it up. Justin tells me his guys, what do they like? Uh, Lulu, food, money, that's about really it. Yep. Shoes. Lulu, money, food. Listen, I've never met anybody that said no to $100. Yeah. Never no met money a, for sure. Probably just money. Yeah. yeah it's e money. Never met anybody that said no to $100. And what's going to be crazy is if you stay consistent with this process, you're going to have a team of 1,000 people and you're going to have 100 bought in leaders. And if they all pitch in for a contest and you say, look, let's all, we're going to do a raffle contest next month. And every 1,000 ALP you do, you get a ticket. But we're all going to pay $1,000 as MGAs, 100 MGAs. 100 times 1,000 is what? 200,000? Two mil? I don't know, dude. I'm Why, where would you get two from? A hundred no times one thousand, like one oh, times I don't one. Know. So I thought you said yeah. So two thousand. A hundred times a thousand. I, I would. I would That's believe. That's a hundred thousand. I, I believe it's a, a million, but we're gonna we're gonna double check because you confuse me. Attention. It's a hundred thousand. Yeah. I don't. I didn't pay so attention in school. Neither of us. No, it's all right. We're both done with math. But a hundred thousand dollars, and giveaway money as an art. Like people don't do that. So imagine you raffle off. Imagine you tell everybody next month I'm raffling off $100,000. Yeah, that should be And you've got a chance to win with one ticket for 1,000 ALP. Yeah. You know how many people will go write so much business? Hell yeah, dude. You would write $100,000 <laughs> next month. 100, Every 1,000 would give you a ticket. You'd have 100 tickets of winning $100,000. Have How much business would you go write next month? This uh, is stuff people don't even realize. Yeah. If you just do the small things now, you're eventually going to be able to do something like that. Use the, of the above formula to incentivize. Write down that, for whatever you do daily as an MGA, you're roughly making about 10% if you've got a good load to net. If you've got a bad load to net, you're not, you might have to use a lower number. And then I'd work on your load to net, um, or your send a load. Group meets, try your best not to have a culture with too many groups. When there's so many group messages in group meets, does it make your life easier or harder? Harder, I'm in a billion. Harder, stress, it's like why does everybody need a group meet? I have no idea. You know what I mean? Like you don't need a group meet. You don't, you don't do any business. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't think everybody needs a group me. Let's minimize our communication and let's just get straight to the point. Let's be as direct as possible. Yeah. I think you should have a pipeline group me. Everyone enrolled in the course and not released. Have them start calling as soon as they pass the test. Post sales to encourage others and how much they'll make. Cut people weekly who don't engage in the group. We were just talking about this this morning. Mm -hmm. We're taking too long. Post the uh, below recruit sauce weekly and, and be true to it. Everyone you recruit or enrolls in the licensing course, we will be paying them how much? 100 bucks. 100 bucks a hire. If, if you're released with us, you get 50 bucks. 50. If 50 you're not. And, uh, fi another 50 to get coded. How, how much has that process helped you with building a team? $100 a hire exploded my deal. Would you rather pay that or pay for a vendor? $300, $400 rather, per? Uh, no, there's, I'd rather pay 200 a hire than a vendor. Do you have any vendor hires that are crushing it? Absolutely not. None. Yeah. You know, me and Simon were resumes, but you're yeah. talking about needles in a haystack. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, would you rather get like, things that are like easily accessible or go find a needle in a haystack. Easy. People sleep on this though. They want to sit on their $100. I don't know why. I'm trying to have a big I team. I got Gabe 200 right now. I just got two hires. Let's go. <laughs> let's see what he wants. That's probably what it was. He's probably got, he's got two or three guys in the office. Cool. Yeah. Uh, if you recruit or enroll someone, yep, 100 bucks. Anyone you get to come to the office for an interview, I think you should give 10 bucks per interview. Reason being is that American Income Life hire average is $300 per hire. And if it takes 10 interviews set, which it probably takes even more, but 10 interviews set roughly to get a hire. If you can get a personal to come in, I, I would say they're probably going to get hired. Right? Yeah. And so, but listen to this. If it's $300 in American Income Life average to get a hire, and the interviews, it's 10 to 1, 10 interviews set to get a hire. Yeah. 
How much does each interview technically cost you? So if it's 300 divided by 10. 30 bucks. 30, yeah. $30. So now you're paying way 30, more. 30, yeah. yeah, you're paying three 60% times more, less. Right. Yeah, you're paying three times more through a vendor. Yeah. Whereas you could pay three times less. What would you rather pay? Three times less? And personal recruits less. do twice the production and stay twice as long. So yeah. you're really getting four, eight, ten times your money mm -hmm. when you're doing everything built around a personal recruit culture. And if you could pay people to bring personals in, just ten bucks, you're you're already paying the money. Because yeah. now if you don't hit your hires and codes, you lose what? Oh, you're screwed. What happens like what how do you like losing a leadership bonus? Uh, I don't. It's the worst. like yeah. in your mind it's like this is something I will refuse to ever let happen again. I would have made like four stacks last week and right? I made a thousand. So. so it's like in your mind it's, well you're gonna do everything in your power to never yeah. let that happen no, again. I'd, 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 rather jump off Trump Tower. Yeah, he's never going to let that happen yeah. again. Also consider investing 50 to $100 into whoever assists the new agent get coded or if they code themselves, give to them. So if they get themselves coded or somebody on your team helps them mm -hmm. get coded, I think about throwing them a couple bucks yeah. because when you're a leader and you're trying to build a big business quickly, mm -hmm. if the responsibility is for you to help everybody make their first sales, is it a little harder, a little yeah. more stressful? Yeah. Well, you got to make your sales. You got to help everyone else make a sale. I usually help with the first sales. But now if you can start to say, hey, look, I got 50 bucks who can ever help him get coded, or you let them know, hey, look, mm -hmm. make your first sale. I'm going to throw you a $20 bonus. Yeah. $50 bonus. No, that's fire, yeah. Right? That's yeah, super fire. Little details. Focus on vision casting and promoting people when they hit the recruit number, mm -hmm. when they start building a team. Identify talent quickly. People that have influence over others and can bring them into a sales opportunity, they're talented. Promote them. New people. You're thinking to yourself, and I put this in my group, and I communicate this to people, and I'm communicating this to you. Why are they recruiting? Well, the only way anyone gets paid in a sales company is if we sell. Okay, so if we sell a product, obviously we're going to get paid. We're not getting paid off you working here. If anything, I lose money if you work here and you suck, right? I waste my time. I waste my leads. I'm losing money if you work here and you suck. So please don't come here if you suck and you have a horrible attitude. But it's easier to sell a significant amount of product with a significant amount of people because scaling this company, we can only make the product so expensive. So now if we want to multiply it to billions and trillions, we need a bunch of people. Every company recruits. Everybody's recruiting, mm -hmm. right? So why not us? Why McDonald's not better? Does. Why not you? Yeah, McDonald's has like $100. Yeah. Like. McDonald's is out recruiting you. I think you should have a main group me of all released agents. Eventually, you can have an MGA group me of your MGAs when you're an RGA. Other than those, I'd use Simon's group me's and my group me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of like my MGA and RGA group me. I wouldn't have, start having too many group me's and things just, you're just like, you're just, Everybody's just copying and pasting the same message. Yeah, right now. Everything is copied and pasted. Yeah, right now we have to. Cut down groupies. Virtual door knocking. Pick one day and schedule the appointments virtually unless you can sell on the spot. Pick one day and schedule appointments you can sell immediately. Send video or picture of yourself to leads. This is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about virtual door knocking. Send a video or picture of yourself to leads you can't get a hold of. Keep the video 30 to 50 seconds explaining why you're reaching out. Hey, I'm Tristan with American Income Life, Local 277. We've been reaching out to you. If you're anything like me, uh, you probably see a phone number. You don't recognize, you're not going to answer. I'm the same exact way. We got your benefits package, though, through the Local 30. We're trying to get out to you. Please get back to me. Make your MGAs, GAs, SAs, and agents compete in their category with each other, with one another in the office. You guys do a really good job at this. Keep it healthy. Not too much internal. Focus more on external, but keep a healthy balance. I think first half of the year, everybody should compete internal. Mm -hmm. Back half of the year, you should, you should tonight and you should compete with other people outside of the office. Yeah. First half, you're real hard inside. What does Gabe want? Uh, bring those two people over, I told him he could. Oh. Million dollar blueprint, ALP. So what did we net, what did we gross, what did we sub? So are we following systems? Producing quality or training? By eight to 11, prior to training agents have script, one million script memorized, and are setting appointments before release for $10 a set. So I like to have people setting immediately so I can start paying them. I want to pay people fast. Are we running contests, incentives, and making simple money-driven competitions? No one wants some BS gifts. Agents reading the area's playbook, leader's AK playbook. Are we focused from one to nine? Are we making 500 calls, 3,000 ALP, six sets? Are we, are, we are we making money? You know what I mean? Are you making money? Hiring, how many codes, how many hires, how many set? Are you calling RMS, even ourselves, setting time aside? Uh, are we personally recruiting? Younger will naturally produce more recruits. Are we investing in recruiting companies or social media ads? Leadership, mind, body, and spirit. Focus on roots to change the fruits. Don't overmeet. People overmeet. 
I'm making this so I can stop doing this meeting. I do this meeting over and over and over and over again, so I'm tired of doing this meeting. So that's why I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, it's like, bro, I gotta stop doing this meeting. What up, guys? I'm making a podcast right now. I wanted to say hi, though. My name's Tristan. Let's go. Nice to meet you guys. You gonna start working here? Yeah. Let's go. Did you guys get in the course yet? Cool. Let's go. Indiana? Let's go. What part of Indiana? All right, dope. Make sure you guys try to be your best in the office as much as can. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? So it's, you're not going to make money right, you're not going to make a lot of money right away, but you're going to get rich over time, not overnight. This is something you can build a career in, yeah. right? Yeah. Longe- this is longevity. You said it, you hit the, uh, the nail on the head. So anything you guys need, let me know, all right? All right, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Excited to work with you guys. So four group meets max is my thoughts and my opinion. Main group. Managers group, training, pipeliners, they really don't need that many. People go along with who they get along with, and you must ask for their heart before their hands. Equip them, delegate, and cast vision daily, creatively, and continuously in correspondence with their why. Help enough people get what they want, and you get what you want. Get assistant. I already talked on that. Recruiting script, I think people should use that. When did you get an assistant? How much production? We were doing 40,000, 50,000 a week, and it was right around the time... uh, Sarah got in. She was about a month or two in, and I just transitioned her into an assistant. So I like to ask people, who do you work for now? What are you looking for moving forward? What are you looking for to avoid in a career? These are, this is a decent recruiting outline, but I really go off my gut. Final interview outline. I think this is good to go over with people, making sure people know how to get paid. So people, average sale is $83 a month, checks 1,000 AOP annualized life premium 12 presentations equals four sales roughly so making sure people understand how they get paid the bonus percentage and that changes annually but the supervisor you get a five percent increase in your contract and 15 percent of teams alp make 10 sales or bring one recruit in to help them get coded with the first piece of business how you get promoted manager so this would be uh, a GA, 10% increase in contract and 10 to 16% of teams ALP, promote a supervisor, general manager, this is the MGA contract. This is usually where you start making six figures, 15% increase in contract and 15 to 20% of teams ALP to get promoted as a manager. GA must be able to have a system that produces two new associates in back-to-back months. Very simple. Pre-licensing enrollment guide, this is for Illinois. So how much does it cost them? Final course price should be no final course price in Illinois? Is one fifty. One ninety nine before discount. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's one but if they did okay. If they did life and health it'd be one fifty Oh no, two. two, Okay. All right. So about one fifty. It says here one ninety nine. Or is it two hundred? I think I think it's two hundred. I don't know. The Illinois course I think is two hundred. After discount, it's two fifty before, right? Two fifty before. Two forty nine before, yeah. Okay, so yeah, Illinois. I just, I just rolled a Colorado case. Okay. Yeah. yeah every, every other state's usually one fifty. Yeah. But Illinois, it's going to cost you two hundred. It's two fifty without our discount code. Two hundred with our discount code. And your insurance license you keep with you. So if it doesn't work out with us, you keep your life insurance license. We don't make a dime off your course or your life insurance license. Setting up a recruiting system. There's four pillars. How, how many teams recruiting systems should be run. This should not be overwhelming, but you should know where to start. With growing a business, there is a difference between starting up and scaling up. The four pillars, personal recruiting, social media, I can't stress enough. You should be posting three or four times on TikTok. If you don't have nothing to flex, find the person in your office and flex him or her with all the money in the cars and the life that you want. Please, t- I'm telling you, if you sleep on this, you're gonna be sleeping on so much money, they might take TikTok away. Use TikTok, it's one of the biggest things right now. RMS, resumes, job posts, external recruiting companies. Personal recruiting is pretty self-explanatory. We do a great job on doing that. Um, Social media, I would come meet with me. If you wanna talk on social media, it's pretty self, like post, copy mine, use mine. RMS and resumes, job posts. First thing you should do once you get promoted into leadership is post a job ad and learn the phone script for setting interviews. External recruiting companies and vendors, I think sometimes you just got to force people to have these set up, especially if you're going to promote somebody that's not the best recruiter, a personal recruiter, they are going to need a vendor or they're going to need to have a personal recruiter. 
that's really good on their team. But the issue is, if somebody that's really good at personal recruiting and you're not, and they're within your hierarchy, eventually they're going to be promoted to an MGA. So they're not going to directly impact your uh, MGA line. So you need to have a vendor system in place. You either need to go figure it out and become a better personal recruiter, or you're going to have to have a vendor in place. So this is the uh, AK process front to back that we read through just now in depth. Uh, we didn't go through all the scripts, but I gave insight. I gave my thoughts on this. How long is this, Starley, an hour? It is? This is an hour and a half, and I, I bet this will be like battle-worthy, tested, proven for at least the next like 10 years. I think this, this I would put on my soul, will make you a million dollars if you're willing to give this a hard 10 years. Now, some individuals are thinking to themselves, I'm not giving that 10 years. I need to get rich right now. We don't even want you to work here, right? And I, 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 uh, I hope you find that it's like the odds of you doing that are like 1% of you. It's like 1% chance of you being a millionaire by 20, 24, 25 years old, right? So it's like, I fell into that percentile, but I've given American Income Life five or six hard years. I'm coming up on my sixth year this year. Hard years of 24 seven, this is what I eat, sleep, and breathe. Ask anybody that knows me, this is my life. It's been my life, it's gonna to continue to be my life because I believe in taking this thing to a billion dollars myself. That's my vision. That's the step one vision. I think of trillions in the, in, the, in the back of my mind. It's like, how do we take a billion and multiply it and multiply it and multiply it? So for those of you that can commit yourself, I would sign off, you're gonna be a millionaire, you can give this 10 years. Like uh, the two gentlemen that just worked in here are about to start working with us from Indiana. They walked in in the middle of this. And I told him immediately, it's like, don't expect to get rich immediately. You're going to get rich over time. Those are the people I'm looking to hire, the people that, that, are, that are looking to build a career, that have a long-term vision and are patient and passionate. I think those are two great characteristics of success is, can you be patient enough to deal with the pain in the process, but can you be passionate enough to do the details and do the work? And that will make you successful in regard to whatever you're pursuing. So another episode of Adversity Kings. This is, my, uh, this is my book everybody always asks for. Now I put it in digital format because it seems like nobody reads nowadays. So hopefully I can save money on the paper and some people will watch this and make a million dollars in our business. So what's great about business is usually the best business models like ours is you help others get paid, you'll get paid. So I'm excited to see who executes and you know, does this the best. Um, while we're recording, I'll share this book list. And if anybody reads all these, reach out to me. I'll know, I'll know you watch the whole podcast, but reach out to me and I'll take you to a, a steak dinner on me if you read all of these books. And you can read them audibly or read them phys physically. I read them, all of these physically. But I would say 70% of my books, I read audibly. Um, and scientifically, it's proven. You still retain the same amount of information. It's just a mindset intent of like, do I intend on being focused? But leadership books, here's my top leadership books. Number one is Think and Grow Rich. Number two is 21 Indispensable Qualities of Leadership. Three is As a Man Thinketh. Four, Five Levels of Leadership. Five, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Six, 21 Laws of Irrefutable Leadership. Seven, Lead Like Jesus. Eight, A Man's Search for Meaning. Victor Frankl, phenomenal book. And you can reach out to me for some of the authors. I don't have all of them off the top of my head. 360 Degree Leader. Most of these are John Maxwell, though. Leadership Gold, Five Love Languages. The Secret, that was the first book that really opened my eyes. Maxwell, Daily Reader, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind, and The Daily Stoic. Read all of these books, and I will take you to a dinner, steak dinner on me, specifically if you're in the Aries company. If you're outside of the Aries company, I might consider it. Sales books. This is another list. If you read this list, I will also take you to a steak dinner. The Way of the Wolf by Jordan Belfort. The Little Red Book of Selling. Closer Survival Guide, that's Grant Cardone. Four is Be Obsessed or Be Average, that's Grant Cardone. How I Raise Myself from Failure, Success, and Selling, number five. Number six, Creative Selling, Ben Feldman. Seven, Art of the Closing, The Sale, Brian Tracy. Seller Be Sold, 10X, both Grant Cardone books. Three Feet from Gold, phenomenal book. And Creative Selling, I already have in there from Ben Feldman. But if you read all of these books as well, I'll do a steak dinner. Um, so each of these lists, these are, these are foundational pieces that also built up my career and help me be in the position that I'm in. I'd, I'd incorporate that in the million dollar process. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I featured one of my most successful managers in here too. He's just kind of like somebody I can bounce it off and he could attest like, you know, I'm not just a BSer. I've either, he's either seen me currently doing this. He's talked to other individuals like Rob Jackson. You could ask John Rent. You could ask Brody Evanson of like, I did it. I'm doing it. I'm going to continue to do it. And uh, that's the type of leader you need to be for your team is like, 
Don't ask them to do anything you're not willing to do or you haven't done yourself. Go out there and be a leader that leads from the front in some way, shape, or aspect, or form. Of like Simon always says, like, bro, if you don't do it, if you're not going to do it, or if you haven't done it, who's going to do it? Right? Like, uh, like that, I think Simon loves saying, it's a, I think it's a Drake verse. Like, I'm the only one to get the job done, dog. Let's go. So, again, another episode of Adversity Kings. If you like, subscribe, share, get on social media. Start making some social media content. You need it. Let's go.